You're listening to Brandcast around the world with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for watching Brandcast around the world with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. So, as you know, we have been celebrating the best holiday all month long, all October long, which is Halloween, of course. And today, um, I am wearing a new Halloween-esque type shirt. Uh, today's choice is Goosebumps. Did anybody watch Goosebumps? We were talking uh, last week about how TV went downhill. And it's because we don't have shows like Goosebumps anymore. And I miss it. Um, I know they came up with a Goosebumps movie a couple years back. I did not watch it. So maybe I am a part of the problem. The reason why they're not creating that content is because uh, people like me are no longer consuming it. Anyways, good morning. It is Wednesday. I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, I just woke up this morning and found out that they have released a new trailer for a new Scream movie that's coming out, I believe, in January. So we're definitely going to have to check that out in a moment. We'll get to our um, topic of the day, of course. Uh, shortly, so just stand by. If you're listening on Spotify or watching this later, you probably won't be able to preview um, the trailer due to copyright uh, infringement that they'll probably have. we'll probably have to take it down or you'll omit it from the later broadcasts. But uh, hopefully, you're all having a great Wednesday. Let's go check that out in just a moment. Want to say hello to everybody who is uh, currently joining me this morning. Really appreciate it. Saying good morning to Mano, Derek, Kevin, Hannah, Lisa, Carol. Uh, Alyssa, and of course myself. So, we're going to check that out. If you didn't know about the new Scream tra trailer we're about to watch right now, I'm kind of a little bit worried, I'm not going to lie, because I know um, sometimes these sequels have a habit of becoming a problem, or really awful. So let's go take a look right now. Let's let's keep optimistic about it and hope that it's going to be amazing. Let's see. Let's, let's, let's take a branch into the new Scream trailer. Let's take a look. Yeah, Nev Campbell and David Arquette return. What do y'all think of that? Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you truthfully. That looks incredibly exciting to me. Uh, I, I'm just worried because I hate these reboots, and I know when they pass it down to like the next generation, it usually sucks, but I think they seem like they might have a good motive here. Uh, I'm hoping there's some kind of really good twist at the end, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I think that was a, a good trailer. Courtney Cox in it as well. Yeah, I'm compelled. Okay, well, maybe what we should do, um, we were talking about doing uh, group group uh, like movie watches or whatever, so maybe that's one thing we can set up. We'll watch the new Scream together because I feel like it's going to be on streaming platforms. It usually heads straight there. But that was really, really cool. Uh, very, very stoked about that. So anyways, um, that being said, let's get into the main headline today. I don't know if anybody's seen this. Uh, it's been passed around everywhere on the Internet Seems like it's 50-50 as far as people are feeling, but the new Superman comes out as bisexual. It's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's bisexual. All right, well, Superman's done a lot since he first appeared on the comic uh, in comic books 80 years ago, almost. He saved the world more than a few times. He's died and come back to life. He dodged punches from Muhammad Ali and even faced off against white supremacists. Oh. Until this year, though, every comic iteration of Superman has been uh, bezited with longtime love Lois Lane. But in an upcoming issue of the new Superman series, the Man of Steel enters into a queer relationship. 
the fifth issue of the DC Comics series, Superman's son of Kal-El, will confirm that the new Superman, John Kent, child of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, is bisexual after falling for Jay Nakumera, a male reporter at DC announced this week. So it seems like the Clarks have a thing for reporters. Maybe it's in search of knowledge. Um, You know what? Actually, I've seen a lot of people getting pissed off about this, but I feel like it's really not a big deal. Um, there's people on, uh, world star specifically that I seen commenting that were saying, Oh, why would you introduce our kids to this? You know, but I think it's the same thing as heterosexual relationships. If you hide it from kids, eventually when they grow up and they see it for the first time, they're going to say, what the hell is this? Which creates that shock factor. I think introducing this as a, a normal idea is a great idea. In my opinion, I don't think you're, you're introducing, uh, the idea of sex, when you show two people in love. Um, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people seem to correlate uh, homosexuality with hypersexuality, which I don't think is the case in any any shape or form. To be honest, I think it's kind of cool to have superheroes coming out. I know Robin uh, was also flirting with it. They seem to be going bisexual, though. No, they won't go on full-on gay. It's just bisexual. Uh, so, you know, I feel like they might be able to bounce back from this. They're kind of like leaning on um, the fence where they can go back to a uh, hetero normal uh, relationship. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's going to be an interesting ride. I think they're going to lose a lot of fans, to be honest. I know there's a lot of uh, people out there that just, you know, how they're setting their beliefs and it is what it is. You're not going to change them. Um but yeah, I'm not really against it in any way, shape, or form. I don't think it really matters. I think, unfortunately, if you highlight the story as the main source, you know, like the, like that is the story instead of him fighting a villain, then it's boring, in my opinion, because I, I don't really give a shit. Um, I didn't really care in the comics too much when, you know, there was like the love hurdles and stuff that Superman had to go over. This guy can shoot lasers out of his eyes, freeze things with his mouth, fly through walls. Like, I, I don't care who he's fucking. I really don't at the end of the day, to be honest, because I've never even seen it in a comic book anyway where uh, they've made love or done anything like that. So I don't know what people are talking about by saying they're going to introduce, you know, like new ideas or sexuality to people like, come on. Realistically, um, it's something that I think needs to be kind of introduced in the world. I feel like, you know, racism and uh, prejudice is something that's dying in 2021. This new uh, online world that's uh, that this new generation is living in just makes them so accustomed to different lifestyles, different people. Uh, and I feel like just because of that, racism is going to be a thing of the past because most people are interacting with different cultures and different people nowadays. And even so, which I, which I find really cool, I've always really enjoyed, is when people kind of um, share their culture with other people. I know sometimes there's cultural appropriation and, and whatnot, but I feel like uh, the best thing you can do is kind of like, you know, be a part of a culture or try to understand it and enjoy and celebrate with people. I, I think that would make us such a, a more um, developed world in a sense. Anyways, that's just my two uh, thoughts on it. What do you guys think of it? Are you guys pissed off that Superman is banging dudes, or uh, are you A-OK with it? Um, let me know what you think. Let me know in the comments or in the uh, in the chat here. So Kevin's saying, wondering if CW will do this as well, too. I'm not sure who CW is. Uh, okay, if I thought it was Henry Cavill, I was like, yeah, OK, I thought he was too pretty. <laughs> so Alyssa thinks it's, it's fitting. Uh, love is love, Mano says. Hannah says, cool. Uh, there's already gay superheroes, so they're adding the bi factor. Okay, Kevin, I'm not too familiar with uh, a lot of uh, gay superheroes. I don't know if the, um, there's a lot out there. I'm trying to think. And I feel like if, if there is, I'm going to assume this. And let me know if I'm uh, wrong. But I feel like they're probably female because I feel like uh, 
as, as dumb as it is, like dudes are kind of like more accepting of uh, female homosexuality than males because of their own uh, insecurity. But yeah, anyways, moving on to the next topic. Uh, something obviously I've been really interested in is the Xbox Series S and X and the PlayStation Digital and um, non-digital console, just the regular one. But uh, something really interesting I seen in the headlines yesterday is Call of Duty left uh, a kind of cryptic tweet for gamers. I guess they're launching a new game. I'm actually not sure. I haven't bought a Call of Duty game in uh, in about 10 years. I used to buy every single one until I found they were just the same game over and over and over and over. And I said, you know what? No, I'm not, I'm not spending any more money on this. But anyways, uh, Call of Duty cheaters get an ominous warning from Activision. See you tomorrow. Activision is hinting at big trouble ahead for people who don't play by the rules. This is going to be hilarious, I think. Uh, Activision has dropped a cryptic message for cheaters in Call of Duty, hinting strongly that new measures to combat them are incoming and warning with great ominousity that soon you'll know what we mean. Dear cheaters, we love uh, games. It's our passion. It's almost about... It's our passion. The almost ballad-like message begins, we're honored to make games for the greatest fans in the world. We don't always get it right, but we're committed to doing our best. Cheating ruins the fun for everyone. No one likes a cheater. Our goal is to deliver a fun and fair gaming experience for our developers, for our fans, and almost importantly, for Call of Duty players everywhere. You know what I mean? I'm going to guess at what this is. I feel like, uh, do you remember in GoldenEye, how they had big head mode? I feel like what's going to happen is if you cheat... Your account will probably not be suspended. I feel like they they know better than to lose money by ruining accounts. But you'll probably have like big head mode, which will be funny, but also really kind of dumb in a sense. But I bet you something like that where it'll be like one hit kills or something ridiculous where you'll have to play like that for one week. So winning and playing will just be absolutely ridiculous. That's my guess. What do you guys think? What do you think it's kind of cool? They're combating cheating. I know that have uh, cross platforms now so you can do. Um, a PC versus the Xbox, which I'm not, I'm not cool with that. I think it's really a huge disadvantage when somebody has the uh, dexterity or whatever you call it with, with their fingers, being able to like click very accurately where like you're using these little analog sticks trying to mash up and catch up with them. Yeah, I don't, I think it's a dumb idea that they kind of did this. I think the, the first thing they should have done is done a cross platform with PlayStation uh, or Nintendo switch or whatever, whatever they're available I think that's that's where uh, they should have headed with it, but unfortunately, nope. Uh, Xbox does own or Xbox is Microsoft, so it makes sense that they'd kind of pair it with PC. Uh, I've been hearing a lot that Xbox is just destroying the PlayStation market right now. I know a lot of people are going to be pissed off to hear that, Mandy, but it is what it is. So uh, yeah, we'll find out about these uh, these new cheating um, stipulations that they've put in place. So uh, something else that I've Scene. I don't know what the hell this means. I know there's not much uh, information. Another cryptic message from Facebook. Facebook's going around saying that they uh, they have announcement. Uh, the announcement also gives us Facebook's definition of sometimes nebulous word metaverse. The company describes it as a virtual space where you can create and explore with other people uh, that you're not physically with. Spread out over a variety of products and services. Facebook says the so they're they're working on this new I guess like virtual reality. I feel like uh, what they're thinking is is that because of COVID everybody's inside right now. So the best thing that they can do is kind of figure out a virtual reality space where people can go to work but be at home. I really feel like that's the uh, the next step. So they're spending $50 million responsibly, it says. I don't know why they added responsibly. Uh, but $50 million, that's nothing to Facebook. That's a, a drop in the bucket. I have heard uh, from Elon Musk that they are 
uh, moving into the market of making automated cars and definitely furthering themselves in the VR market. I do have an Oculus Quest 2, which is made by Facebook. You actually have to have a Facebook account to play it, which is really odd. So if you get banned or you do anything shitty on there, uh, they can basically just kick you off. Um, or your your headset becomes a brick, essentially. So I think that's really kind of dumb. But uh, Facebook's really building up a lot of power, getting a lot of... Uh, data on us and people don't realize why that's kind of dangerous but um yeah you know I, I was talking about this before but they say that facebook knows you better than your relatives or your own spouse that if you were to do a test uh, about uh, yourself that uh, facebook would be able to guess more accurately than your own uh friends or family could which is terrifying but at least you'll get good products at least they'll serve you ads that you know are beneficial to you um, a bit of a tragic story here. Um, first day on the job, Georgia police uh, arrest man accused of fatally shooting officer who was working his first shift. So this is a retaliation. Uh, Damian Ferguson, 43, was taken into custody without incident a day after the shooting death of officer Dylan Harrison. So Dylan Harrison uh, was on his first day of working, went out, was, I guess, trying to be really ambitious, made his first arrest. Uh, and I guess he was on patrol in the same area. And he got shot and killed in retaliation for the arrest that he had made. Um, it makes me feel like he probably arrested somebody for something really petty. Um, probably like ruined um, somebody's life a little bit more than maybe they deserve. I feel like sometimes cops overpress their power. Um, and sometimes people are just in struggling situations where it's like the most beneficial thing would be to help them rather than to like make their life worse. Uh, it's really unfortunate, really sad on all aspects here. You know, I'm sure the guy didn't deserve to die. I'm sure he was just trying to do his job, but I think, uh, one thing people need to understand is sensitivity training, depending where he went, you know, uh, you kind of have to understand different circumstances, maybe be a little bit more lenient for certain things, but let's read into the article. I'm, I'm assuming a lot here. Damien Ferguson, 43 was taken into custody. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he's been charged with the murder in connection with the shooting and aggravated stalking for a separate domestic incident, according to the, uh, GBI Ferguson is also known as Luke Ferguson, the GBI, the GBI said. Today, shortly uh, before 2.30 p.m., Damian Anthony Ferguson was taken into custody during an uh, execution of a search warrant at his residence in Alamo. Um, Ferguson was captured less than one mile away from where Harrison was shot in the Alamo, the state's Department of Public Safety said on Facebook and Twitter. Intel provided by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation of the United States Marshal Service was instrumental in capturing Ferguson. Harrison, 26, was working his first department shift when he was fatally shot outside the Alamo Police Department. So they actually pulled up to the police department. That's pretty gangster. I'm not going to lie. That's that's some ballsy shit right there. That's a hit and a half. So, wow. The uh, unfortunate part is he leaves behind a wife and a six-month-year-old child. Jesus Christ. He was 26 years old. Harrison was attacked ambush style after a known associate of Damien Ferguson got into an allocation with Harrison. The unnamed man was tased and ultimately arrested, the GBI statement said. His life was taken from him for simply doing his job. We will never forget Officer Harrison and the fact that he made the ultimate sacrifice to ensure the safety of each one of us. I'm sure he was a really good dude. Uh, I have no doubt that uh, people that get into law enforcement are good people. There is sometimes corruption, so it's unfortunate that people hate the police in some cases. Or it aggravates these situations to a point where I think people get more injured because of uh, the circumstance. But uh, rest in peace to that guy. And... Uh, Hopefully everybody in the situation mends. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel bad for that kid. Six months. You got to grow up without a father. I can't imagine. I feel like that's such a 
you know, the, the person that's most impacted is that child in, in all of that. Despite anybody being arrested and all that, yeah. Anyways, moving on, something kind of cool. Of course, I love this stuff. I'm super, super, super nerdy with it. Uh, radio signals from distant stars suggest hidden planets. I was hoping that it would be aliens, but it still could be. Um, I guess if radio signals are coming from planets, it could be, but most likely not. Let's take a look at this. Uh, using the world's most powerful radio antenna, scientists have discovered stars unexpectedly blasting out radio waves, possibly indicating the existence of hidden planets. Uh, the University of Queensland, Dr. Benjamin Pope and colleagues at the Dutch Natural Observatory, Astron, have been searching for planets using the world's most powerful radio telescope. We've discovered signals from 19 distant red dwarf stars, four of which are best explained by the existence of planets orbiting them. It's really cool. There's different colored suns. There's like blue suns, red suns, orange suns, yellow suns, white suns. I wish we had a cooler sun. I heard uh, apparently if you lived on a different planet, and the sun was blue or whatever, uh, you would actually see like blue tinges, like everything would have a blue tinge across it. So this discovery is an important step for the radio astronomy and could potentially lead to the discovery of planets throughout the galaxy. Previously, astronomers were only able to detect the very nearest stars in steadily, uh, in steady radio transmissions. You know what I think is going to happen? It's like those movies where you put out a radio signal. It's going to reach somebody bad eventually. We're going to reach Thanos or uh, Galactus or something, they're going to get this message and they're going to say, I didn't know Earth was over there. Hmm. They have Doritos. All the Doritos will be mine. And the next thing you know, we have Thanos coming and snapping us away for the Doritos in abundance. It's definitely what we don't want. Anyways, um, trying to see what else we got here, what else I can ramble about in the, uh, in the news today. Um, oh, I can't believe I almost forgot this one. Uh, it makes me pretty uh, unhappy, actually. You know, we've been following along with Gabby Petito as uh, uh, murderer with our murderer Brian Shitface Laundry or whatever. Uh, but it seems that Dog the Bounty Hunter is out of the race of trying to find Brian. He injured his ankle. Uh, and it says, well, that's tough. We're disappointed to report that Dog the Bounty Hunter has injured his ankle while on the hunt for Brian Laundry and is leaving Florida empty handed. He said he's going to return. I actually seen a video of him going through a swamp, but uh, I feel like he's too old. I think uh, he's past his prime. He's trying to get back in the limelight. He hurt his ankle, but I was watching a video of him going through a swamp. And the funny thing is, is he had somebody in front of him leading him. And they're like, basically, oh, like, watch where you're walking. Uh, make sure the cameras are here. So honestly, uh, I'm going to be real, real straight up with you here. Dog the Bounty Hunter is clearly using this for promotion and publicity. So if anything, uh... Dog the Bounty Hunter, you're kind of a dick. I'm going to say it, bruh. You're kind of an asshole because you're making this about you and not Gabby. If anything, if you really cared, you would have shut the f up and just gone out and tried to find him. And then, then if you successfully caught him, you could have put it on TV and it would have been way better. Instead of embarrassing yourself and breaking your goddamn ankle and not catching the person so I, I couldn't cheer you on and have a goddamn podcast where I could say, I told you he was going to find him. I told you, but no. Thanks, dog, you piece of shit. I'm no longer a Dog the Bounty Hunter fan. I'm never watching your show again. Imagine he watches this and he's just like, oh, shit, bro, I knew it. I knew I should have found him. He's like, well, get back out there. Get off your ass. The dog doesn't quit. Or does he? Or maybe he does. So, uh, division. Division in the States. United States of America. Um, Texas. We'll get to that in a second. But... It seems that November 1st, Canadians are allowed to go and travel in the United States. I'm kind of excited about that. I want to go and travel. Uh, this time next year, I definitely want to get out there. 
and travel, so that's good. I have to get the jabs. Got to get my pokes. I will soon. I'm just waiting to see if you guys all mutate into monsters or, uh, you know, just start talking about how great the government is or something like that, and I'll just wait for it. I'll wait one year and see see how uh, see if you guys grow left left grow another left arm or uh, you know whatever happens. Anyways, on Monday, October 11, Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued an exodus order to prohibit any entity, including private businesses, from enforcing a COVID-19 mask mandate on workers. This also follows uh, the same mandate that he has um, proposed that people don't have to be vaccinated in order to go to work. You cannot fire them. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are like in Texas for COVID right now, but I really think... If anything, we shouldn't be listening to the giant experts, uh, you know, sitting at the top, li- living in an office. We should be living to or listening to the individual uh, state uh, surrounding, see how the hospitals are doing. If they're overwhelmed, then, you know, policy has got to be put in place. I'm sorry. Um, uh, even as a non-vaccinated person, I believe that because of the people working and the nurses working, we need to protect them first. Uh, it's it's just common courtesy to uh, take care of yourself, take care of others. I understand there is uh, circumstances, you know, where people do have uh, illnesses and whatnot where you don't want to be vaccinated. I get those. But if you're just doing it blatantly because you think the government is trying to do something stupid with you, honestly, I don't think that's the case. Uh, I am going to put this out here, which is my first um, pro-vaccination, I don't know, wording endorsement, whatever you want to call it, that I think everybody should get vaccinated, especially once you feel comfortable with it or uh, you figure out how you feel about it, which one's best for you. Uh, I know they're also coming out with pills now. That might be uh, something, but you have to take them constantly, but it's more of like it builds up uh, antibodies or something like that. Uh, So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, I'm hoping that everybody stays happy, uh, healthy, and safe. That's all I really care about at the end of the day because the worst thing would be for us to lose uh, one of you know, each other on here or myself. It just, so, uh, take care of each other. That's the most important thing. I always end the podcast saying be excellent to each other. And I think it's really important that we actually focus on trying to be good to each other. Um, especially nowadays, it seems like things are getting harder. Uh, I've noticed a lot of my friends are really impacted by this whole COVID situation, staying inside. Uh, I spoke with one of my friends the other day who's kind of going through it and I, I completely relate and understand. So if you are going through it, uh, please be strong. Stay with us. Uh, come join us on the podcast. Have some fun. Talk with some cool people. Uh, and yeah, enjoy your life. Try to enjoy your life best you can, even during these hard times. So I have to mention really quick um, that the website is currently down. Uh, we're migrating to a new host. I'm not sure actually what happened uh, with the website in the past couple of days. I've been having some issues. So we're going to be migrating it over. I think it might be the fact that we have the social media aspect of things going on where you create your own account. And I hate to disappoint people, but I think... I might be removing that aspect. And as a member, uh, you will just be able to see posts that I make uh, that are exclusive just to you um, because I feel like, unfortunately, I don't have the capacity right now to store every single post that we post, every single picture. It starts to uh, accumulate on the memory of the website, basically. So uh, we'll have crashes or I'll have to pay extensive amounts of money to keep the website running uh, just to uh, keep these pictures on there. So uh, pictures and, and all that. So hopefully you guys are okay with that. I apologize. But if you are members on the other uh, channels, there's still perks there, uh, Patreon and on the channel itself. So uh, you'll get that. You'll get the exclusive content. Uh, audio downloads are coming most likely next month. I'm trying to just catch up on everything right now, as well as live ASMR, live gaming, and that's going to be exclusive to members only. So you're definitely getting uh, your dollars worth. So anyways, that's that. Uh, I did get another microphone 
It's over here. You can't really see it, but I got another microphone uh, to match this one so that when we have guests, um, they will have the exact same quality microphone as this one. Uh, it took me forever last night. I was working by myself trying to figure out how to get this microphone working. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall a few episodes ago, we had echoes going through and I thought it was maybe the microphone picking up the other microphone. It wasn't. I had to figure it out. I've gone through so much in the past few days trying to figure everything out to make everything uh, copacetic for you guys, especially for atmosphere. Uh, I'm working my damnedest to get that going. I finally finished uh, the treatments and scripts uh, for Batman. Um, so like I said, it's going to be coming in 2022. Winter's coming, so we're going to delay it a little bit. Uh, I'm actually going to go through a bit of a bulking phase as well. So I'm not going to be super in shape over the winter. I'm going to try and uh, put on some extra body fat and then burn that off when we go to film. Uh, as I've seen, that's kind of what um, a lot of stars do. So uh, we had the debate that I'm going to be debating you guys on Friday. You don't have to respond to this one, but we are canceling Christmas. Uh, I will give you your opinion versus mine on Friday. I'm going to start doing different segments as well, uh, kind of like that, uh, you know, challenges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I wanted to propose perhaps a new question for you. Do you think taking steroids like people in the movies is okay? Do you think that I should take a cycle of steroids in order to be really fit? Or do you think that uh, having a more normal body, meaning not everything being chiseled and supersized, would be fine uh, playing Batman? I know the, the general response is going to be, it'll be fine, but do you think... Um, from an overall standpoint, that it's necessary for stars in general to be taking steroids, or would you be okay with just seeing somebody uh, with a more natural figure? Because in most cases, people don't realize that um, pretty much every celebrity that you see on uh, these movies is taking some sort of steroid. Uh, my doctor actually told me because it's for work legally, I can take steroids and I can you know do a cycle or two. He told me it's not a big deal. He's done it himself because most people aren't fit all year round, I'm told. I didn't know this, but it's something I'm learning. So you can't stay incredibly shredded all year round, but you know, doing like a three-week lapse of being like incredibly dehydrated, having your abs showing through and all that junk uh, is definitely possible for a short period of time. So I'm just wondering, what do you guys think? What's your debate? Uh, I, my opinion, I'm going to go with the obvious, what I think you guys are going to say no to, is that I think uh, steroids are great. You know, you should really just put your, a whole bunch of drugs in your body, fuck yourself up, shrink your testicles, have a small penis, and you know, at least you'll look strong. You know, it won't even be real muscle. It'll be water weight, but hell, you'll look beautiful. And being superficial is what this world is all about, right? Not giving a fuck and just ruining yourself. Anyways, that's my uh, little debate for you guys today. So we're going to go ahead and uh, cap off this episode here. But anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I really, really appreciate everybody joining me here today. Uh, it's always fun to spend some time with you guys and chat away. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, it's Wednesday. So work hard. Remember to be excellent to each other. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. You're listening to Around the World. I know you're going to dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brand new. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World.